I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decommission. I just put away all of my clothes because I had a suitcase that was still full of clothes. I had, because when we moved two months ago, I had a big suitcase with like the clothes that I, I like to wear, but I don't wear as often. And then I had a small bag, like a duffel bag full of the clothes that I wear all the time. And I basically had just put away all of the clothes that were in that duffel bag. Yeah. And then I think some of my like really nice closet stuff. I need to go through my closet and get stuff out of it. <laughs> I need to do the opposite of that. <laughs> well, I did that before we moved. I did a, I did a huge clothes culling and uh was able to do like two bags for for Goodwill and that was that was very freeing, but now of course I'm looking at my closet and going, "Mm, there's more I could do." Yeah. Despite the fact that I really like everything in my That's closet the right thing. now. I like it all, but I know I haven't worn a lot of this stuff in a long time. And a lot of it, I'm like, yeah. oh, I might fit into that again someday. It's like, why do I do that? By the time it might fit again, I'm not going to want it anymore. Mm-mm. That's Well, there's a few things that I have that are like that. And I don't even remember what it is. I think it's, I think it's like leggings or something. I don't know. Did you just hear that? No, but I can hear water running okay. somewhere in my apartment building. So I don't know if it's picking that up or not. What are you hearing hear from your carbonation of my oh, ASMR? I love carbonation ASMR. Water ASMR is my favorite ASMR. Like really good, slow. First of all, Sarah and I have talked about this. I don't like fast ASMR. I don't think you really do either. No. It's so it makes me really anxious. Like the sound, like really, really fast sounds. I'm like, this is nerve wracking. Right. Why are we in a hurry? But like. <laughs> It's supposed to be putting me to right? sleep, not <laughs> stimulating. Right? It makes me so... Yeah, it's really stimulating in the wrong way. Mm. But really good slow water sounds and slow, like, ticking sounds. Not, like, clock ticking, because that makes me super anxious, too. But, like, like keyboard tapping. Oh, keyboard it's just, like, tapping. and r- rhythmic. Rhythmic stuff makes me, like, so happy. Yeah, that and... Cr- also, I love crinkles. But not, like, yeah, really crinkles aggressive really crinkles. You, you've listened to Massage ASMR Crinkles, right? I think I've listened to some of those videos. He's the he's this Australian guy who is, makes just absolutely fabulous ASMR videos every once in a while. So he takes these like big, long breaks, and then he'll do like one video. Yeah. It's like, no, that sounds like the Made in France ASMR. He takes big breaks, but then yeah, he does these like movie-quality productions. Yeah, he's and, um, cool. Latte ASMR. She does really good quality. I've been stuff. listening to Latte. I love I'm listening latte. to Latte at work. She's great because I like I like the role play ones when I'm at work because it makes me feel like there's like people doing stuff around me because yeah. I'm in this like basically empty giant office. Um, and so I really like those ones, and it just helps me focus. I'm a person who cannot work well in de- the dead of silence. Like it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, but I really I really want to get rid of the stigma. I really want to get rid of the stigma of ASMR being this, like, sexual thing. Yes, because it's please. really not. It's, it's not. I remember when we first talked about this, and we both learned that we both listened to it, and we were like, oh, I thought you would and judge me. it was, like, a shameful. Or... Yeah. yeah. It's really relaxing. It really calms my brain. It's a, a huge relief to my anxiety. Like, it's, it's just, it's just the, so, 
So, like, if, if you were in elementary school and you, like, liked people to, like, draw on your back yes. or, like, play with your hair, like, and you can get, and, and it's it's a, it's a, an ability that, like, not everybody has, but it can give you kind of these, like, you know, they call them tingles, which I, I, I hate that. I really don't like it. It just makes the, ugh. but you can get these, like, this kind of, like, tickly feeling on the back of your neck and sometimes inside, like, the top of your head or, like, down your back. And it's just, like, a really nice kind of like virtual massage in a lot of ways and for me it's just a really calming and like I said it eases my anxiety and it makes me feel it just it just makes me feel peaceful Mm -hmm. there's nothing there's nothing about it for me specifically that feels sexual there's nothing about it that is stimulating in any other way except that it gives me serotonin yes like that's exactly same yeah, if you were the if you were the person like us who liked playing that game where someone would spell something on your back and you have to guess what oh, it is. Yeah. We do that on the bus in marching band all the time. No one would ever I didn't have any friends in elementary school, so like no one would play that oh, with me. I would have played it with you. I know. What if what if Sarah and I had met <laughs> and we were somehow in the same grade? She would have hated me as a child and we never would have I doubt it. <laughs> we would have bonded over Disney at a young age too. Probably. And yeah, band. well, yes. Before band even started, right? I was bonded over band. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like in middle school, we were both in band. It's just that it wasn't a combined seventh and eighth grade band, so no, we didn't know each other. Just, but had we been in the same grade, we probably would have. Probably, especially if we were, because clarinets and saxophones were like kind of close. So, yeah. But I don't. Even, I don't remember who my band friends. Were. Oh. Also, band was split up into two separate hours my eighth grade year, I think, or my seventh grade year. What? Why? I don't know. No, it was my sixth grade year. It was sixth grade. Um, okay. I was going to say, I remember specifically having to choose between band and Spanish. They were both fourth hour, I think. Yeah. I don't know how I remember that. But that was eighth I really grade. Wa- I really wanted to take both because I wanted to start Spanish two in high school and do Spanish one in eighth grade because we could do that. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to do band, and they made you choose between the two. And I was like, what am I going to do? Switched, so they switched it my year. Of course. Where... <laughs> a positive for you. A positive for me. But remember, it was also a negative, because this was the same year that my orchestra teacher chewed me out and switched my classes right. behind my back. Right. Um, so they... Uh, what did what did they do? They I think they switched it to fifth hour. I'm not sure of the actual logistics. Not that it matters, but they made it so that I could. It was it was on the same hour as orchestra as opposed to band. So I don't know why it was the same hour as other electives like that. Yeah. It was like like one time electives because there are electives like computer art and visual art and some there was like some gym elective. But no, it had yeah. to be during the singular. And they were, and those those other electives were all were all offered multiple times a day, but they had to offer it during the singular ones. But anyway, for for the, for the the band, the sixth grade band, I remember that there were two separate band hours because there were only two bassoonists. That was me and this other girl, and we were never in the same class. Hmm. So like, yeah, it was weird. I don't know why it was like that. But then we would then then before concerts we would all like meet up, and that's when we would all play together. Yeah, I don't remember a lot about sixth grade band, mostly because I only went once a week and all the St. Anne's kids went and we sat in the back in our own little group, even though we played different instruments, but they had us all together in the back row. 
So we weren't integrated. We weren't integrated with, like, That's I wasn't awful. with the other clarinets. Isn't that awful? So we all just sat in the back. We had no idea what we were doing. So we basically just sat there doing nothing. That's terrible. All Which the St. Anne's kids my year played percussion. So they just were in the back anyway. Oh, my year, we were told we couldn't do percussion. So yeah. that's interesting. But yeah, it's yeah. kind of a... I always thought it was a stretch when I auditioned for a symphonic band at the end of eighth grade going into high school. I'm like, ah, I'm not great at clarinet because I didn't even really learn until seventh grade. But there I was. I made it. I was so happy. Yeah. And then band in high school was a mess, as mess. we've talked about. I'll always be bitter that I didn't get into wind ensemble my, my freshman year, which I shouldn't have because wind ensemble was like one person per part. We had good clarinet players, so I'm... I mean, I didn't even know that wind ensemble was a thing going into my freshman year, so I wouldn't have auditioned because I didn't know about it. But I did make it my sophomore year, but I don't think but I would But then it got cut. <laughs> and then it got cut after that year. I remember we had this whole meeting during wind ensemble the end of my sophomore year, and the teacher was like, oh, well, only one clarinet even auditioned, so we wouldn't be able to have a wind ensemble. And everyone looked at me because they assumed I was the one who didn't re-audition because there were two of us that could have auditioned for the next year. But mm-hmm. the other person chose not to audition. Not me, but everyone assumed it was me. <laughs> oh, my poor cat. Jiggy, what? What? Someday I will join, like, a community band. But first of all, I have to get my... First of all, I have to get my saxophone out here. Second of all. True. Hey, if I, I ever drive out everyone. there, I'll bring it with me. Yeah, my parents are going to bring it when they, they they plan on doing a road trip out here at some point. Oh, gotcha. Well, we'll see who does it first, me or them. Yeah. Oh, I don't Community remember. band is so fun. You would really yeah. like it. I, I really want to do it. I, I, I want to start playing music again because I feel like right now I have these instruments in my house. I have my banjo i have my banjo lately i have my violin my saxophone is you know back in in illinois but but it's it's in, in my heart um but I don't, I don't have i don't have time to play them because i have my other hobbies obviously i feel like i have no and i don't want to say i have no reason to play them i don't have any drive to play them that's not that's not correct but i feel like there's some plug missing i wish that there was an there was like a, a pull for me to want to whip them out and play them yeah because I love, I loved growing up in a house full of music. Like that was my my mom plays piano. Oh my god, like eight hours a day. That's an exaggeration, but still. And so it's something that I, I want to carry forward. But I just, I feel like I'm not good enough at any of my instruments yet. I really don't know how to play the banjo like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can the the one that I play more regularly i guess is my banjo lately because it's easy enough for me to just pick up and stuff but i really want to learn how to play rags on it which are basically just kind of like you know that song in spongebob that goes that one would probably recognize it if i heard it i didn't watch a lot of spongebob of course you did but i've probably heard it before well that's a 12th street rag and it's played on the ukulele very commonly and it's something that i I really just want to be able to, you know, if I'm feeling antsy or, like, I feel, I'm feel i feeling musical, like, I really want to be able to just whip out some rags and practice some rags because there's a really great banjo ist name from the 20s, I think, named George Formby, and he, he would play all these standards and he would just do these crazy fingerings and these crazy strums 
and it was like his fingers like he would just do these this, these crazy strums and it was just it it was so cool and i really wish that i could get to that point i wish that i could like find a, a banjolele instructor a teach like a club yeah that would that would focus on doing stuff like that yeah, and i i haven't really been able to find it yeah it'd be really cool because most people who want to learn to play the ukulele this is a this is a generalization and i understand that but like a lot of people who choose to play the ukulele are learning the ukulele so that they can play little pop ballads with the ukulele like somewhere over the rainbow and stuff and it's like cool that's great good for you that's not really what i want to do yeah i do want to get a a banjolele sounds really fun or even just a banjo well if only i can find one a nice used one that's not too expensive (laughs) if only i had left my banjo in in my parents house it's your baby. But yeah, a, ni- a nice community band where you don't even have to audition. You just go to play. Yeah. I think that's something you would really like. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy Easter to those who celebrate Easter. Oh, yes. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. will be out a little after Easter, but that's okay. Yeah, it'll be We're We're recording on Easter. That's what matters. Yeah. yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, we have to, not have to, but we try to record a week in advance because if anything happens, then we can have... An we extra a episode. Of, a we lot have a pillow, and we've been having a lot of trouble finding the time to get back on track, uh, and have an a pillow episode. And so that's kind of just that's kind of why we thought of this the rad dad or bad dad episode. And so it's twofold. One, we really wanted to do it because it sounded fun and it was fun to record. And two, it's it, it helped us to be able to have a cushion episode. Yeah. So. But anyway, th- we need more days off. That's the end of the I story. I wish, I wish, I wish it was commonplace to have three days off. It oh, just that's be- the one, like the one thing I miss about my last job is the schedule. Yeah. Yes, the four days I did work had really long hours, but it was worth it to have three days in a row off. Oh, for every sure, week. for sure. Because the thing is, Saturdays you don't want to do anything because you're like, it's my first day off, and I, you know, I've got another day tomorrow, and. Then I'll be, you know, it'll it'll all be great, like, whatever. And then on Sundays, you're like, oh, but I have to go back to work tomorrow, and I don't want to do anything. And by you, I mean me, because I'm a sack of garbage, but I <laughs> no, wish there was a I, day like sandwich. It's just, I think from the past year, I've been really itching to, to like, get outside more, and after winter in Wisconsin, yeah. it's really like, oh my gosh, I can go hiking again. It's above 40 degrees. Yeah. I wish there was just a day sandwiched in the middle because then that day I would like force myself. It's like, okay, you had yesterday and you've got tomorrow to do veg. Just do everything today. You'll feel better. It'll be like your not work day. It'll be your like housework day. Yeah. I actually, I loved having Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. I started off my last Mm -hmm. job as having Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, it must be so nice to have Fridays and Saturdays off. But Mm -hmm. I thought it was really nice having Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off because... Having Monday and Tuesday off when everyone else is going back to work, it's so convenient to get appointments done, go get your shopping done without a ton of people there. Yep. Or like, I'd go to the Omaha Zoo and there would be nobody there and it was so nice. And then Sunday was usually my day to just do nothing and sit and watch TV, (laughs) do laundry maybe. Yeah. I had, when I was working at Tivana in the summer beforehand, I worked like five days a week and my days off I think were Tuesday Wednesday it was really nice and I was working 
think six hour shifts. I wasn't working like eight hour shifts, but for a college kid when it's their first real major job, because I was a key holder, I was a manager basically. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, it was an adjustment, but I really did like having my days off not be on the weekend because my friends were gone. Like they weren't really there for weekend, you know, hangouts anyway, but nobody was doing anything. Mm-hmm. It was so, it was so nice. Weekdays off are so underrated. I, I like my so schedule much. now in the fact that I, I work weekends every once in a while. So I'll have weekdays here and there mm-hmm. to still do those things and get appointments in and everything. But I still have weekends off, full weekends off at times too, to go and yeah. drive to a friend's house if I want to, you know, spend the weekend when they're also off. Yeah. And that's my, my thing also with my schedule now is that I'm hourly and I work 9.30 to 6.30, which means I don't have, like, any time to do appointments, to do anything during the day. If I was salaried, yeah. I'd be able to, like, go somewhere quick and do it and just put it on my schedule as, I'm not available right now. Mm-hmm. But, but you basically have to take a full day off if you want to schedule a doctor's yeah. appointment. Well, I guess you could go in for a couple hours if your job allows that, but I hate doing that. My manager is cool, and she would, she would like, get it, and then I would just plug those hours in somewhere else. Like, I, it, it could happen. I don't have to do that yet. But I'm, I I want to go to the doctor at some point. It's been a year. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? Um, at some point, I need to go to the dentist. I also have to find a dentist. I have to find a dentist, and I've been struggling to find one that, like, seems enticing. I found a doctor that, that seems, like, really, really nice and really kind of, like, what I'm looking for. That's good. But it's dentists, hard to find I'm a like... doctor for... <laughs> I feel like it's hard to find a doctor that fits well i should with... say i found one in theory i haven't actually yeah, met her but like I, I i i i found her and i was like oh you're right up seems nice you know you're nearby i'll uh, you're the one that i i should say you're the one i, that I will I change it <laughs> i have found a doctor that i would like to go to yeah but i have not found a dentist yet so anyway this is the high school musical episode of decommission hey, high school musical uh, yeah, so I had never seen High School Musical, uh, ever, except for, uh, the first, like, half a scene on a bus ride where, uh, The lodge a, scene. That's yeah, why you remember the lodge. Really? Not even the lodge scene. It was, like, the exterior of the lodge scene and then, like, a split second of when they went inside for the first time. And then the chaperone, one of the chaperones on this this field trip on the bus went, no, this is not good for children your age. Meanwhile, children my age at that point were 12, which is exactly the age group right? for, that they made this what for. Was she, what was she thinking was the age group for this? You shouldn't be thinking about sexual activities like these hooligan high schoolers who are thinking about dating. Right. Probably. <laughs> oh my gosh. They kiss, what, once? Do they even kiss in this movie? No. I don't even remember. No. Absolutely not. I used to watch this movie all the time when I when it first came out in 2006, 2007. I watched the sequels. Mm-hmm. Although, I, you know what? Now that I say that, I don't remember if I saw High School Musical 3 when it came out it in, was theaters. in theaters. Maybe yeah. I saw it later. Well, wait. I, I guess we're not going to watch it for this, but I'll probably watch it again after we watch the second yeah, one. Yeah, we might watch it just and not record an episode on it because it's technically not a Disney Channel original movie. Mm-hmm. But... But we'll probably watch it just to see how bad it probably is. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the third one in a series, I don't know, maybe usually as time goes on, like in the Xenon movies and the Halloween Town movies, it, they get yeah. worse as they go Oh my on. god. But you never know. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have high hopes for High School Musical 3. I have high hopes for High School Musical 2. 
I have high hopes the bed on it scene. Too. Yeah, just for the bed on it scene. I'm so excited to watch that scene again. In context, I've seen it. I've seen clips and people remaking it so many times, but it's been a long time since I watched it. I thought it was in the first one, but we got to the end of this movie, of the first movie, the watch along, and Kira's like, "Is the mountain singing scene not in this?" I'm like, "No, that's the second one." Well, Ethan thought it was too. Ethan watched it with us because we were watching it on the couch. Because I was like, "I've been at work a week. Just let me sit on the couch." Mm -hmm. And he was like, "I think it's in this movie," and then it wasn't. Disappointing. But hey, you have something to look forward to for next week. Yeah, literally the only thing. Um, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm being mean. I'm being mean. Let me read the blurb. Let me bring it up. Oh, oh I also, gotta bring up the small blurb because it's funny. Also, the audio for the last two episodes has not been great. I'm still figuring it out. My closet is pretty echoey because I'm kind of low. So I'm working on it. I'm trying to get it better. And It's all Kira's fault. Blame Kira. Please do. I wish that my free editing software had better echo uh deletion but it doesn't so if anyone has any tips on echo deletion please tell me because i have not found anything um and i'm not i'm not paying for anything because i'm poor anyway high school musical it's tvg not according to that uh one i was gonna chaperone. say not according to the chaperone it's rated r <laughs> yeah this is an x-rated film uh it's from 2006 it's an hour 40 it's romance and romantic comedy for some reason I feel it's not like a romantic it could comedy. definitely just be romance. Yeah, it's not a romantic comedy. Uh, it's coming of age and musical, sure. So the blurb is, East High is taken by storm when Troy, the star captain of the school's basketball team, and Gabriella, a brainy new student, connect on a level that's more than a school crush. Is it? When the two discover they might have a real passion for singing... They take their place in the spotlight, setting off a chain of events that puts all of East High into a musical frenzy. Sure, this isn't the worst blurb, but it's not great. But the main it's so issue... Long, though. It's so long. The main issue I have with the story of this movie is that it's not about the musical, it's about the callbacks for the musical. And how like, they take the whole movie just to get to the callbacks? Yes! And also, callbacks are normally, like, they're normally, like, the day after the auditions. Yeah. It'd be interesting to look up what the time frame for this movie is supposed to be. Is it only supposed to be a couple days? Is it supposed to be a couple weeks? I I think it's only supposed to be a couple days, if I had to guess. But it's just, it's bizarre. It's so weird. And also, I said this to Ethan, who then, of course, was like, yeah, this is my idea! Later on, it's like, no, you jerk. This movie is just Grease 3, and that's because it was supposed to be Grease 3. It yeah. was adapted from a script that was called Grease 3. That's so That's weird. in the what IMDb it trivia. Grease 3. Threes. But that, yeah, it's Grease, but the, the E is a 3. Oh my gosh, yes. What's Grease 2 called? Is it just called Grease 2 Grease or is two? it some cheesy thing? I think it's just called Grease 2. Huh. Well, Whenever I think I think of Grease 2, I've seen Grease 2 once, um, and I think of two things from Grease 2. There's a song called Reproduction that's all about, like, a oh. sex ed class, and it just goes, reproduction. <laughs> um, and then I think of the song Cool Rider. 
Ooh. Grease 2 is on Amazon Prime Video, Sarah. We oh, might need to watch Grease we, 2. We should watch that. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> is it F-level bad? I don't remember. I saw it a long time ago, so I can't I can't be too too sure. But oh my god, Christopher McDonald is in this movie. Oh my god. The music in Greece 2 is by Louis St. Louis. Louis St. Louis. Louis St. Louis. Or maybe it's Louis St. Louis, Louis or Louis St. Louis or Louis St. Louis. You never know. I like to think it's Louis St. Louis. Louis St. Louis. Uh, so yeah. So basically, I mean, there's not really much else to describe this plot. It's Gabriella and Troy meet on New Year's Eve at a ski lodge that their families are at. And then Gabriella, it turns out Gabriella is going to Troy's school. And then they both decide they're going to audition for the musical. But then uh, Sharpay and Ryan, who are apparently brother and sister, which I've never mm-hmm. known. I thought they were just like friends because it's not something that's ever said outside of the that's movie. Interesting. I mean, having watched this when it came out, I never would have guessed that people didn't know that. But yeah, it makes sense that you wouldn't know if you haven't seen it. I thought so. they were just like, he was just her crony, honestly. It is really weird looking back and seeing the songs that they're singing. Yeah, they should have to be really this love cringy. It's like, oh, yeah, this is weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so they're, but they're the like king and queen of the drama department and they get all the leads and they're angry and they don't like that they're, I should, I'm not even saying they, Sharpay is mad that there's people who are trying to steal the spotlight. And then the whole movie is basically about how Troy is trying to find his place, uh, between basketball and the musical and Chad, who's played by Corbin Blue, who's his friend from basketball, is basically t- telling him, yo, don't be gay. Don't do the musical. Worst character in the movie. Jeez, Chad <laughs> I love Corbin Blue, but yeah. <laughs> Corbin Blue's great. Dancing? He did a great job. Great. <laughs> also, okay, so one of the first songs in the movie is at basketball practice, which is gotta get you, get you, get you, get you, get your hand in the game. And... They're singing it right after Corbin Blue goes, don't do the musical, man. You're a basketball player. And then they all sing this song. And it's like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It would have been fun if they... I, we're probably going to compare this to Teen Beach Movie just naturally because we watched those already. But if they mm-hmm. did it like in Teen Beach Movie where they play into the fact that everyone's just randomly bursting out into dance and song. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. And some people don't want to be, but they're kind of forced to be because it's a musical. But yeah, yeah, this one didn't make sense. Was it supposed to be in Troy's head that I everyone's wish... singing and dancing? Or are they actually in their... They're okay with this type of singing and dancing, but not the musical? Yeah. It's so kind of confusing. I, I said this at the end of the movie, but my problem with this movie is that it's not campy enough. It takes itself really seriously, which is fine. It doesn't need to be campy. But the best parts of this movie are the campy parts, i.e. Sharpay and Ryan. I was going to say Ryan. I loved watching Ryan the whole time. And Sharpay, too. But especially Ryan and yeah. his Ryan's the best dance character. moves. And when, yeah. he's, when everyone opens their their jackets and it spells out, um, what does it say? Dram, go, go, go Drama, drama Club. Yeah, and then he's trying go to drama read club. Go, go Dream A-T. <laughs> The fact that he can't read it, and the fact that they would just keep standing there with their shirts, like, come on, Ryan, <laughs> totally you got them. it. You can do it. Yeah. To be fair, one of the worst parts of this movie was the drama teacher, who was also campy, but it was like, that. that's kind of a show of, like, okay, this is when campy goes wrong. 
But that wasn't really, I don't think she was supposed to be campy. I think she was just supposed to be a a caricature of a drama teacher, which she was. I've met people like that. The costuming was on point. Mm -hmm. But I just wish, I wish that Troy, because I know that Zac Efron can be campy. He's very campy in Seventeen again. And I wish that they just let him... He, you could see that he, like, wanted to do yeah. a little bit more. There were little moments where you could see yeah. that, that there was potential and he was trying. But even the fact that they didn't even use his voice, I feel like they were really holding him back. No, and the whole reason they didn't use his voice is because they wanted a tenor, which makes no sense. Because basically, they basically had Troy and Gabriella singing the same exact note a yeah. lot. And there were no harmonies. There were no octaves. It was so bizarre. And yeah. I have to say this, and I know it's negative, and I understand that, and I apologize, but it was really hard to listen to Vanessa Hudgens in this movie. Like, she... Yeah, I don't think I realized when I was younger how nasally her voice was. I mean, I probably did, she's but got... I was just like, oh she's... my gosh, I love watching Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron and Corbin Blue. It's a fun time. But She's done a lot of training, and her voice has... I don't want to just say improved because that's that's different, but it's like she has her voice is just more trained now and it's less abrasive. And part of it is the editing and the direction of her voice because they wanted her to sound like a nasally pop star because that was kind of the thing then. Mm-hmm. But she's supposed to be this like mind blowing singer. And then you hear Ashley Tisdale sing and you're like, OK, but she's better right. than Vanessa Hudgens right now. Like what's. Yeah, they're What's trying to make why? it seem like Troy and Gabrielle are just blowing Sharpay and Ryan out of the water when it's like, you know what? No. No, that's honestly like a big confusion I had with this movie. Yeah, Sharpay and Ryan should not have sung a salsa. That was really weird and bad. And I know that they're mean, but also like, Gabriella and Troy didn't act during their song in the end. The, the Soaring Flying song, they just sang it to each other and spun around a stage. There was no, like, perform. Like, yeah, at they least. They would have been terrible the, in the show. As bad as the, the tango was, at least they had a choreographed routine and it was fun to watch. Just maybe yeah. not a salsa next time. Oh, my God. Oh, the Spanish at the beginning <laughs> cringed so oh, much. So cringy. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so then the big, the big thing at the end is that Gabriella and Troy have something on the, the day of the callbacks that have been pushed because Sharpay is trying to sabotage them, and so Troy has to, they have to figure out a way for Troy to get out of his basketball game and Gabriella to get out of her academic decathlon, or whatever it is, and then they all, everyone in the whole building ends up in the auditorium to see them sing, and it's just ridiculous. Oh, I gotta read the short blurb before we... Oh, yeah. Too far into this. I mean, I'm, um, done, I'm done with the big blurb, so. <laughs> the, the big blurb and your explanation. Um, yeah. So the small blurb that's on the mobile app and for group watch is a basketball star and a brainy girl find a place <sighs> in the spotlight, dot, 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 and love. Okay. So a big problem I have with these blurbs is that Gabriella is described as this brainy girl. When, like, yeah. yeah, she is the brainy girl in the movie, but to a point that is disgustingly over, like centralized like what is sensationalized and it's just it's just ridiculous where she's like able to correct teachers and like write these super long equations in her head and like do these things all in her head and it's like no no Mm -hmm. just stop like please let's not do this it's like in matilda when miss honey asks oh what's this 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 for the math problem and matilda's like oh yeah this all equals this (laughs) 
It's like no. Yeah, one's but like actually... Matilda's, su- but Matilda's supposed to be exactly. That's what I'm magical. saying. She's supposed to be magical, whereas this, okay. it's, they're she's supposed to be this normal smart girl, but they're yeah. overplaying it. Yeah, it's so it's it's just kind of a kind of a bummer, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's High School Musical. <laughs> what are you What are you leaning towards? Um, we can start with moral. I will okay. say I didn't have time to look up good, I didn't <laughs> good ways to word what I'm thinking besides kind of the I have obvious one that moral. Are I have one moral because I like during the movie I was like I don't even know. I was like I I there's one thing that's like super obvious and kind of getting like hit over the head and I don't like it but it's like All right. Well, maybe between the two of us and some research, we can find a good alternative for yeah. what we want to name it. Or we can just go Oh, with... no. The thing that I think that I think it is, is the one that I think is the moral. Okay. Do you want to start with yours and then I'll say what I had written down? Or do you want me to talk about mine and then you can jump in with the right one? Oh, I can just say mine. Mine is just you don't have to fit the mold. Oh, you don't yeah. have to be the basketball guy. Yeah the whole break the status quo but yeah that's yeah. what i was looking for it was like some better way to 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 say that because they have yeah. a song about stick with the status quo and then they're trying to tell you in the end to not stay with the status quo yeah no i think it's own. i think it's just you know you don't have to fit the mold or break the mold or something yeah unstick the status quo yeah so that's i i had one along that line as well just based off that song and then obviously at the end we're all in this together (laughs) everyone's in this journey of life together so it's so weird as they're all singing this song it's like but you're not Mm -hmm. and we're probably gonna find that out in high school musical too that they're still not really all in this together wow weird (laughs) what else did i write down oh the coach said the team is you you are the team (laughs) <laughs> so that's another little side moral I have from um, Troy's dad slash coach. Yeah. Coach What dad. else? Um, I was looking at other morals that were kind of similar to this right before we started recording. And <laughs> I went immediately to jump in, which is funny because that's Corbin Blue and the yeah. whole follow your heart thing. Like, you know what? That kind of is a very similar moral to, to yeah. that one. And in the sense that in jump in, he was... A, um. Oh my gosh, what was his name? Why his name was of? Corbin Blue. <laughs> his, no, I was trying to think of his character name, but yeah, Corbin Blue. Oh my Blue, god, I don't remember. Corbin Blue's character's dad wanted him to do boxing, but he wanted yeah. to do double dutch. And in this case, Troy wanted to be in the musical, but his dad was really hard, hitting but hard he wanted with basketball. To do and both. He, he wanted to do both. Yeah. So they weren't exactly the same, but... Yeah, but it's definitely it's definitely close. Yeah. Because his dad didn't want him to do the musical. He's like, no, you need to focus mm. on basketball and you don't sing. And yeah, he's like, what did he say to the drama teacher? Troy doesn't sing. And the, the teacher's like, <laughs> actually, he does. Sing. As much as I don't like him, he does. He can sing. I don't even remember. <laughs> Anytime those two were on the screen, I just tuned them out because they were the worst <laughs> characters. Yeah. But I, I like the break the mold moral. Yeah, it's, like, the only one that I could think of. And, by the way, I didn't even think of it. Ethan, I was like, what's the moral? Ethan's like, are you joking? They're all... The, and then he said something that was, like, descriptive of don't, of Break the Mold. And then I went, oh, okay. Yeah. You don't have to fade in the mold. You don't have to be cookie cutter. Uh, I don't know how to rank it. I think it's I fine. I'm gonna, 
I think it's fine. I don't think it's like mind blowing. Like, I'm, think, I'm feeling I... like a seven. Do I have anything yeah. else? It's a seven. I want to look at what I gave Jump In because I feel like Jump In did it better. So I want to give it not as high as that. Like, I gave I Jump In have... a pretty. I gave Jump In an eight. Yeah, so. I gave it an eight two five. So that's fine. Um, let's see. I'm gonna give it a, a seven five range. I'm gonna give it a seven. I have I have I have Halloween Town at a seven, which I think is kind of high. I'm not I'm not the biggest I'm not the biggest fan of it being of Halloween Town being a seven, but and then I have the thirteenth year at a seven two two five. And yeah. I think the thirteenth year is a tiny bit better. Yeah, I was just looking at the thirteenth year too. And I have the that one at a seven. Year. <laughs> um but um I might do the same as 13th year. I think that's fine. At a 7. 13th year. I'll never be able to say that the same again. No. Never. It's so much fun. Okay. What do you think of the test of time? Oh, man. Does this movie feel like a 2006 movie? Oh, just in the costuming alone with the the long tanks, with the cardigans over top, the flare jeans, the... What are they? The, the big belts. Like Mary Jane with the little heels or the flats. Yeah. Um, yeah, the hair. The makeup. Definitely. Oh, it was all it's very right Also, part of the test of time with the musicals that I'm going to keep, I'm going to plug in as a, as a part of my ranking is how well I remember the music. Besides the ones that like I've heard before, like Get Your Head in the Game and and uh, and we're all in this together and stuff. But it's like mm-hmm. I don't think the music in this movie is terribly good yeah i mean i will say i remembered pretty much all the lyrics to all the songs but that's because i watched this so much when i was younger that it all just stuck even though even I the one that, that gabriella just sings oh no by herself. that's a good point no and you that's a good point i did point that out when we were watching and i'm like i don't remember this one really at all that so you know what sucked. good point walking through the halls all sappy the music is not the worst in the world it's not like it's it's horrible but it's just like I wanted a little bit more. I was like, this. I feel like <sighs> we're all in this together is good. I had heard pieces of Get Your Head in the Game, and I thought I thought it was better. And then I heard the full song, and I was like, wow, the melody just kind of dies. Yeah, I will say the choreography is fun to watch at times, but it's not. That but one. only. But like, I wanted more. It was another thing yeah. where it was like, it was like, oh, they're not doing enough choreography with their basketballs. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the reason I was so nervous after watching Teen Beach Movie and realizing how good a decom musical can be. And you're like, oh, I wonder what High School Musical High School Musical is going to be like in comparison to this. And I was like, uh, don't get your hopes up. It's... It is the first, so it's got that. And obviously it is super popular. So, like, I am going to take that into account as well that, like, it has had it. But that's... I can't take it into too much of an account because, I mean, there's a nostalgic quality, but it's, you know, it's not going to make the movie better. Yeah. I had a, I had an idea of what I was thinking, and then I looked at my rankings, and I was like, oh, no, wait. Yeah. What other movies came out around? What's the one that we watched in 2006 last season? Uh, that's a good question. Probably. I wonder the if it Sweet was... The Sweet Life movie? No, it was Dad Nabbed. It was before Jump In, wasn't it? No, yes. Did Jump In come out before High School Musical? No, it came out in 2008. Okay, so it was probably Now You See It. Um, But why is the Sweet Life movie... 
Because the Sweet Life movie, that, I thought. Sweet Life was no, that was like 2011. Yeah. yeah. No, it was um Cowbell. Now you see it. No. Oh, now you. It was now you I see it. I forgot. Now you see it. Was... had a zero. <laughs> Not that we're talking about moral anymore, but it didn't have one. I will. St- I stand by that forever. Mm-hmm. Now you see it. Test of time. I had a four five, but then Cowbells the next year. I had a six five. I think I'm that... gonna give it a six seven five, just based on some of the stuff I have. Like it holds up better than Invisible Sister, which got that has those terrible effects. Yeah, and it's got the nostalgic quality. So it's like I just I feel like I have to give it a six seven five. I was thinking a six. I was gonna say I might even do a six because. Like, with, with Halloween Town, I had the nostalgic factor, but I still found it to be charming, whereas this one, I have the nostalgic factor, but re-watching it, I'm realizing, like, oh, this isn't as charming as I yeah, remember I didn't it find being. a lot of charm in it. Hmm. I'm still hopeful for Hall- Halloween Town 2. High School Musical 2. I, yeah. I've heard people say that they like it better, so I'm 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 keeping my hopes high. I think I'm going to stay at a 6 for test of time. I'm just kidding. I'll give it a 6.5. Because what else do I have at a 6.5? I have Halloween Town 2. Don't Look Under the Bed. Which, Don't Look Under the Bed, I had the nostalgia quality for that as well. So, yeah, I'll give it a 6.5. Because the costuming and the hair and the makeup is really egregious. It's really, it's like... Really yeah. in your face, two thousand six. It's one of it's it's one of the strongest of the era movies we've watched. That's like, very true. I mean, do you... Halloween Town also had that, but like Frenemies had that really badly. Yeah, and then when you were telling me about your your trivia fact about the hair, yeah. So what, I can't um, remember her the character's name. I should know her name because I watch this all the time. <sighs> They only say it, like, once. Yeah. Taylor. Did they ever say her name? I don't know. I feel like they said it a couple times. They had to have. Well, Monique Coleman, because I always think of her name. Like, I always think of Monique, and I think that that's her, her character's name mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, First of all, she was, like, 10 years older than everyone else in this movie. Yeah. I, I she was, like, 27 when this movie came out. She's... 40 now so in 2006 14 years ago yeah she was 26 she in the movie it's she's wearing all of these really thick headbands and it's like uh, it seems like it's just like a character trait no she was wearing those headbands because the stylists didn't know how to style black hair mm-hmm. which is just yeah. it makes me my when i used to crawl. watch this I, I assumed she just really liked headbands but then i do remember hearing a few years after this came out about that and I had forgotten about it till you reminded me. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Ugh, it's so gross. Like especially for a movie that had as much money thrown at it as this one did. Well, not not only did they not know how to style black hair, but that's not even necessarily true. They didn't know how to style black women's hair because they had Corbin Blue. Mhm. His hair looked Although, great. Didn't isn't Corbin's Corbin Blue's hair in this and Jump In a wig? I feel like I remember hearing that somewhere too. I think his hair in Jump In is a wig. Okay. I don't know I if it is if... in this. It might be in this. I say maybe we talked about that in the Jump In episode, and that's why I'm thinking of it. Well, I know in Jump In it's a wig, but I think in Jump In it might have. Been, and this is speculation, but it it might have been in Jump In a wig because he was already known for his hair. That's 
a really good point. Maybe he cut it after High School Musical, and they're like, nope, you got to keep bringing it <laughs> back. the same so people know you as this big curly hair guy. Yeah. Uh, man, I have no idea what to rate this movie. Like, no idea. Yeah, it's a hard one, especially having this nostalgic... Oh my gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> having the nostalgic factor, but then going back and cringing at a lot of the scenes that were in it. I think I'm just going to give it a B. I'll give it a high B. But I just... I don't like it as much as my B-plus movies. I like the 13th year better than this because it's it's campy and, and... I wouldn't say a lot. Like, I don't like the 13th year that much more than this one, but I think I would watch it before. Yeah. And honestly, I probably shouldn't even have the 13th year at a B plus. I should probably jump bump it down to like the highest B possible. I think it should stay at a B plus. Right now it's only two points. It's a it's at a 76, which our lowest B plus is a 75. But I think I'll give High School Musical a 74. Yeah. And just give I'll it the highest do, B. I think a B is fair. And I think I just gave Buffalo Dreams a B as well. I can't remember yeah, what number I did. gave it. I think we Probably gave it like a, a high. I think I gave it a high B. High B. I think I high gave B. it a mid B. I think I gave it a 72. But I'm going to give High School Musical. Actually, I'm not even going to give it a high, the highest B. I'm going to give it a 73. Because I don't think. I think there are just some things holding it back. And I'm like I said, I'm putting all my money on High School Musical 2. I'm, I'm really hoping that it's. It's better because I I don't want this movie to. I don't want to I don't want to think about this movie as 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 why did everybody like this because that's not how I'm thinking about it but I'm just thinking about it like I don't get it and it's just like I don't get it for me I get it for other people I don't get it for me right it's not like I don't understand it I don't get it it's an I don't get it like I don't get the the feelings for it. It's hard and to probably explain. because I'm you didn't watch this. Well. You didn't watch this when you were Mm-mm. a teen, <laughs> so that's probably a big factor. And and I had no when desire you wa- to. When you watch it as a teen, you're like, oh, these people are the same age as me in this movie and the teen romance. Oh my gosh, I love it. I hated teen romance as a teen, though. Like there was a very yeah. good reason. So you probably would have hated this it. as a teen too, then. Oh yeah, that's why I didn't watch it. Well, yeah. also, you know, I'm, I was a musical elitist as a teenager, and. I didn't like teen romances, and I didn't like the people who liked this movie because that's all they talked about, and then I would get harassed for not seeing it. But then if I... I mean, there's all all the logistics of, like, if I had watched it after they had already harassed me, then they would have made fun of me for just doing... for sticking with the status quo, so it's like... <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I think... Let's see. I have Cowbells at a 70... And I'm trying to debate. I think I might want to go a little below Cowbells. Just based on the numbers that I gave across the rest of the board. Mm. But I want to go above Xenon, the sequel, which I have at a 67. So maybe I'll do a 68. I just, I'm, I'm being That's, really nice to this movie. because I, I was going like to say, I feel like I'm being harsh to this movie. Well, you've seen, you had seen it as a kid. So I think it, I think it's okay that you're treating it like this. But if I, and this is all just my own feelings, but I feel like if I was to be, like, super critical of this movie, it would be seen as, like, an attack. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to make anyone really upset because I didn't really like this movie. Honestly, I'd probably give it, like, a C plus mm-hmm. to be just in my own feelings. But I'm trying to do this 
without too much edit- editorializing. So I, and like I would be way way more critical about the test of time. Like it would it would get re- it would get like the dad nap level of test of time. But... Right. Yeah. I'll I'll stick with a a sixty eight. I want to give it a little lower. Just having the charm not be as as charming yeah. as it was when I was a kid. It just takes itself so seriously. There's so and much money. Es- in yeah, it. especially and it was the, only the shot over. Aspect, which yeah, and it was only it, shot over twenty four days, which is yeah, insane. That is really insane. It's so quick. We will say Sharpay's outfits. Oh, on point. Especially you, really. I could see you wearing those outfits back in high school. Oh, but so good. Everyone else's outfits back when I was in high school, I was probably thinking, oh yeah, I would totally wear that outfit that Vanessa Hudgens is wearing, and I probably yeah. did wear outfits very similar. Mm-hmm. But looking at it now, it's like, oh, those outfits do not really hold up over time. And, I mean, that's what happens with style. It goes out of style. So I only have four other things. I didn't write down a whole lot just because I'd seen it before. Yeah. And I didn't feel like writing a lot of stuff down that I already knew was going to No, happen. I wanted to watch this movie for sure. And I've talked about most of the things. Oh, one thing that Ethan noticed that I didn't write down, but I just remembered, is that the transitions in this movie, for the most part, were very good. There were a couple of them that were a little bit too, kind of, like, this is a film. Right. But there were, like, there was the one where Vanessa Hudgens was, like, just singing the end of her, her solo, which she was the only one who had a solo like that. So weird. And then she was, and then it was like, oh, but school's starting and she's in at the locker. And then there was a couple with, like, the basketballs. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. Or the backdrop of the stage would go up and then the yeah. basketball court was transitioned into from yeah. behind that yeah so it definitely felt like a movie like it didn't it 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 was a movie that it was a decom that felt much less like a tv movie yeah and that's which probably like, it was directed why they by kenny coming, ortega yeah which is probably why they ended up releasing high school musical three in theaters is because they realized hey people really like the first and second one and it feels like a movie so why i'm honestly surprised that they released the second one on tv i'm i would have expected the second one to be in in theaters one only yeah not only also the first thing i have written is that they get to school they are in their drama class the drama teacher says something about the play they all get detention and then the class is over right is it and a it was homeroom like, that's only, like, five or ten minutes long? Or is this supposed to be a full-length class and we just class, saw yeah. a little clip of it? Yeah, so, that was weird. And then they go to, like, Google something. And the website is called Search the Internet. Yes. It's almost like in Teen Beach Movie when it was just, what was it? A plot, applic- college application. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a general college application website. Uh, that was really funny. I forgot about that. That was in Teen Beach Maybe too. Maybe that's why they did that in Teen Beach Movie, was to kind of play with this in High School Musical. That would be funny. Um, and then I just have two quotes that aren't... They're kind of paraphrased because I didn't write them down. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but one of them is from Ryan, where Sharpay turns to him and goes, you just had to do the jazz squares. And he goes, it's a crowd favorite. Everyone loves jazz squares. Yes. It was amazing. It was such a good line. I wrote that one down, too. Uh, that's one of my favorites. So they had really good chemistry, despite the fact that they apparently hated each other during this movie because of Ashley their audition Tisdale process. Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that they hated each other. I think it improved over the course of the other movies, but their audition process for this movie, apparently... Ash- I, I read this on the IMDb trivia, but apparently Ashley Tisdale 
was too directorial to him. Hmm. And he didn't like that. I feel like I could kind of see that knowing her, their personalities back in the day yeah. and watching those behind the scenes things on Disney Channel. Yeah. Um, the last one I have is, I think this was from Troy. Maybe it wasn't. But someone said, you're worse than jerks. You're mean jerks. <laughs> yeah. Because there's also nice jerks. Yeah. Just was... the dialogue in this movie. Okay. That's one thing I didn't say. The dialogue in this movie was garbage. Oh, yeah, that's another thing I considered with the test of time. I should have talked about that earlier, but I'm like, yeah, you know what? Back in the day, I probably thought, yeah, these lines are great. And now listening to them now, I'm like, oh, the only reason I I was able to kind of I counteracted it in my scores because the dialogue was terrible, but the performances for the most part were good. Yeah. Like they I mean, Corbin Blue did a good job. Jack Everett did a good job. Vanessa Hutchins was fine. Her character was written very poorly. Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Crabill did a great job. Uh, Monique Coleman did a great job. The extras did a great job. So it's like, it, I gotta give credit where credit's due somewhere. Yeah. But that's that's all I had. I'm surprised you didn't talk about um, Bop to the Top and how that musical number apparently was the same amount of time as half of oh, the yeah. first half of the basketball game and the whole academic the decathlon. The timing of this movie. Oh, don't even get me started on the academic decathlon. Where she got points for doing... This huge equation and just writing it out, and then, and then they win that the was whole it thing from that one. And then there was this like chemical explosion in the beakers, and that's what made everyone evacuate. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, so they kept they kept cutting back to the bop to the top scene with yeah. Sharpay and Ryan, and meanwhile they're going back to the the basketball game and the academic decathlon. It's just like how long is this musical I think... supposed to be? I get why they did it where it was, like, spliced, but I yeah, wish that they had sense. done it where, where the game and the decathlon started. Just, yeah. And then you watched them, and then you got to see Bob to the Top. I wish we yeah. had just seen Bob to the Top. And and it was funnier. I, and yeah. that's asking a, a lot, kind of, but, like, I think it would have been way funnier if that part had not been cut and there would have been just some more comedic moments to it. I think it just would have been better. And then you could, instead of cutting to the game and the decathlon you could either cut to them all getting like evacuated into the 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 theater or you could cut them cut to the people in the like the other people the callbacks just like looking at each other like uh because i think i think there were just some pace there were just pacing problems this movie felt really long mm-hmm. like this movie it was very long which is weird because musicals usually aren't supposed to feel as long. No. The musical numbers are supposed to be so entertaining that they go by quickly. Yeah. But the musical numbers were paced. Like, they were... They weren't spread out terribly well, and some of them were really long, and some of them were not very long. Like, we're all in this together wasn't really that long. Uh, But But then her solo, walking through the hallway, her ballad. was so long. Um, uh, Stick to the Status Quo was insanely long. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the end, Get Your Head in the Game could have been longer, or maybe they just cut out that part in the middle where it's... <laughs> he's yeah, doing cut his out little all spotlight the solo. Yeah. Uh, I Oh, the caption. It wasn't even a caption. When it came up, like, game day. When it was transitioning oh, into was game funny. day. And then they added audition day, academic decathlon day, and then just help at the top. That was funny. That was funny. Um. Oh, yeah. Also, 
speaking of the caption problems, when Sharpay and Evan, Evan, when Sharpay and Ryan are singing in Spanish, the captions just said, in Spanish. Really? Or singing in Spanish. So I wonder if you turned on Spanish subtitles, if that would have worked, but you would have thought that they would have. They were, it was like mucho gusto. It was, like, right. really easy, like, beginner-level Spanish. They couldn't even just write Much, mucho they gusto. Just, yeah, they could have written it in Spanish. Since God, that's, the like, captioning. If, if someone's watching this movie and they're deaf and they want to, like, know what they're actually saying, you should be able to know that they're saying mucho gusto yeah. without just having it say speaking in Spanish. Like you I mean, know. it's not like we get it translated when right. we're when we, like you should uh, put in closed captions what they're actually saying on in the movie. So Ethan and I, Ethan and I watched we watched Minari, and uh, we had to turn off the captions because anytime they spoke in Korean, which they speak in Korean for about eighty percent of the movie, there would be captions covering the built-in captions of the translations that would just say in Korean, in Korean. What's the point of even doing that in a movie? If... No, just put a just put a stipulation at the beginning of the movie that says anytime the captions are built into the movie, that means that they are speaking Korean. Right. That would and make then way it's more understandable. Sense. It was and it was just oh, hey, mm. accessibility is so important and it's so poorly executed and it makes right. me really upset. Especially a company like Disney that has tons of money. Like, please do better yeah. with your accessibility. Yeah. Do you have anything else? No, that's all I have. Ooh. Mission Surpri- for the week. Well, mm. surprise, surprise, next week is High School Musical too. so not much oh. to say there. Yes. And I'm too lazy to look up what's after that. <laughs> uh, well, mine, <laughs> throwing it back to the beginning of the episode, mine's to clean out my closet, but that doesn't relate to the movie, so we had to come up uh, with something else. Go to a ski lodge. Meet someone at a ski lodge. I don't know. Oh, now that we didn't spring. talk about that part where they took pictures of each other for their phone contacts. That was oh, so funny. We should do that. We should take pictures of ourselves oh and God, send them to no. each other to put it as their phone contacts. No, I don't look good. I know, but it'll be bad. Uh, I'm trying to like think of something that will like match a song, and all I can think of is stick to the... Status quo. That's I don't know, play a Stick game. To the status quo. Play a game. Get your head in some game. Play a yeah, board game. A board play game. a tabletop. Play a video game. Take, play something. Play a game. Get your head in it. <laughs> I like that. Do it, do it well. I've been, I've been wanting to play some board games recently, so maybe I'll uh, actually play play a game. <laughs> or a video game. I haven't done video games in a long time either. After my my PS3 died, I'm like, eh. Uh, well, I don't yeah. feel like starting over any game, so I'll just I'll just not play anymore. Yeah, that's my so. theory. All right, everybody. See you next time for High School Musical Two. Bet on it. Bet on it. All right. Bye. Bye.